1: Pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe
0: to Ghost Town. Ghost Town is me, Rebecca Lieb. And me, Jason Horton. And we explore all kinds of weird history, true crime, hauntings, paranormal events, and more. We cover the Slenderman stabbing, Tesla's death ray, the D.B. Cooper copycat, the cheerleader murder plot, Heaven's Gate, the Lars Midtank mystery, and Tuesday's Child, Ellie's first satanic magazine,
1: just to name a few.
0: You can find Ghost Town on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: In 1968, a Disney star fades. I'm Jason Horton, and this is Strange Year. 1968 was filled with tragedy, including the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. and Robert Kennedy. However, the strange end to a child star made 1968 a strange year. Bobby Driscoll, March 1968. Bobby Driscoll was a star. He appeared in Disney films including Song of the South, So Dear to My Heart, Treasure Island, and Melody Time. He voiced Goofy Jr. in two animated shorts, and his last role for Disney, which really put him on the map, was the voice for Peter Pan for the 1953 animated film of the same name. He won a juvenile Oscar in 1949 for his roles in the films So Dear to My Heart and The Window. Like many young stars, they age out, and he was dropped by the studio unexpectedly. According to EW.com, Hollywood biographer Mark Elliott states, When Howard Hughes bought RKO, in effect, he became the owner of Disney Studios. He controlled the money, and he hated Bobby Driscoll. He hated Hollywood kids. He thought they were precocious, weren't real, and incredibly annoying. He didn't want Bobby Driscoll to be with Disney anymore. Bobby Driscoll found some acting work post-Disney stardom, but he also found heroin in high school. He had two sons and a short-lived marriage and trouble with the law. In 1961, he was sentenced for his drug addiction and was sent to the Narcotic Rehabilitation Center of the California Institution for Men in Chino, California. Attempting to find acting work after that was difficult. Bobby Driscoll then makes his way to New York, right after a word from today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Best Fiends. I love researching the weird parts of history, but sometimes I need a mental break, and Best Fiends is perfect. It's a puzzle game that you can play right on your phone, and it's really cool because you go through all these levels, solving challenging puzzles that actually engage your brain, but it's casual, and it's fun. It's a unique and exciting puzzle experience, unlike any other puzzle games out there, And like I said, it's casual, anyone can play. It's made for adults, but it's fun for everyone. Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events, so it never gets old. I'm well over level 300, and Best Fiends manages to keep it fresh and exciting. It doesn't require internet to play, so it's there for me no matter what. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this 5-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. In New York City, Driscoll immersed himself in the world of the avant-garde. This included being a member of Andy Warhol's The Factory. His last acting role was in the Warhol-produced short film, Dirt, in which he played a nun. On March 30, 1968, two boys playing in an abandoned East Village apartment found Driscoll dead on a cot in one of the rooms with nothing but two beer bottles and scattered religious pamphlets. It was determined that Driscoll had died from a heart attack. This was caused by a hardening of the arteries due to his longtime drug abuse. Driscoll had no ID on him when he was found, and there was no way to identify him. Driscoll was buried in an unmarked grave in Potter's Field on Hart Island in the Bronx. In 1969, his mother was hoping to reconnect with Bobby with help from Disney Studios. His body was tracked down and confirmed by a fingerprint match provided by the NYPD. The public did not know of his death until it was revealed in 1972, where it was made known by reporters in conjunction with Song of the South being re-released in theaters. I want to thank EW.com, Disney.Fandom.com, ClassicCinemaCorner.WordPress.com, and the LA Times. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll be back next time with another episode of Strange Year. Pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town.
0: Ghost Town is me, Rebecca Lieb. And me, Jason Horton. And we explore all kinds of weird history, true crime, hauntings, paranormal events, and more. We cover the Slenderman stabbing, Tesla's death ray, the D.B. Cooper copycat, the cheerleader murder plot, Heaven's Gate, the Lars Tank mystery, and Tuesday's Child, Ellie's first satanic magazine, just to name a few. You can find Ghost Town on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.